0: Hey, you're just in time for coffee. Welcome back. 2020 has been an amazing year for stocks so far. We've seen the stock market climb like 15 to 20% or something in the past few months. And my Tesla gains, I made probably over 100 k on Tesla alone. I bought it in October last year, I bought $300 or so recently sold it at around 650 I did didn't catch the most recent move up. I pretty much just locked in my gains a little bit too early, but you know what they say, a pig gets slaughtered. And I didn't want to get too greedy because you know me, I'm an extremely humble man. And so today I thought I would also share the other top stock picks I have for 2020. What other big movers might we have this year? Now before we get started, please note that while this can be considered real and legal financial advice, I will not be personally held responsible, and my track record hasn't been so great I've lost like $350,000 in the past. And ever since then, my skills as an investor has degraded, but you know, as someone suffering from imposter syndrome as a professional day trader, I'm just faking it until I make it. So without further ado, let's get into my current stock portfolio. Quick pause. Hey, if you want two free stocks, then check out Weeble, the stock trading app. When you sign up, they'll just put two random stocks in your account. It could be valued at up to $1,500. I did this myself. And the app is highly rated, it's a great UI, has pretty much zero fees. So check them out at Webull. There'll be a link in the description below for your two free stocks. Now, my first stock pick for 2020, which I already mentioned, is Tesla. So I bought in a few months ago and I recently sold all of my positions. It still may be a good stock and I still believe that there's a lot of strengths in it. Primarily because they've been developing the infrastructure for a national supercharging network, which very few other car companies are even at that same level. So I think they have a big competitive advantage here. In addition to all the computer data and road data that they've been collecting from people driving their cars. But really the number one reason I have owned the Tesla is because I know this all the influencers, the YouTubers, creators, they're all promoting Tesla and that type of advertising is essentially unparalleled the brand name that image is so good it is essentially by now the car that so many people seem to want to own that marketing power is so strong and i feel that that power is probably not priced in by the market so that's essentially why i had bought into tesla i feel that they've probably risen a little bit too far too fast by now so i sold all my positions and i'm gonna wait for them to pull back a bit not to mention i feel that the whole stock market It feels a little bit too bubbly, too frothy right now that there's a lot of uncertainty in the markets. And so I just wanted to take a few positions off the table for now. That said, I think it's pretty difficult to time the markets, so consider this kind of speculation. Now, if it wasn't apparent already, then I'm not trading based on technical analysis or fundamentals. And that's primarily because I believe that technical analysis, you kind of just look for patterns. You get fooled by randomness, so to speak. And then for fundamental analysis, I think that everything is pretty much priced in. If you take a look, 95% of trades are pretty much done by high-frequency algorithms, which is why I trade on what influencers are promoting, what hashtags are trending, because I think that's what the high-frequency algorithms are going to pick up on. Now moving on to my second stock pick, Google. And I think that Google is still one of the top companies that smart people want to work at. Facebook has kind of been going down and Google's YouTube property has become so strong, it's essentially the platform of the era. And there are so many emerging businesses on YouTube that I feel that there's just a lot of opportunity here for Google to monetize that traffic. Now, there is some risk, I believe, in that SEO, which is Google's bread and butter in their advertising, is pretty weak. We saw that in their recent earnings report, they didn't show their cost per click advertising rate because it's been declining over time. But overall, I think their execution is still probably one of the strongest out there. Now, my next company out there is Netflix. And in a sense, Netflix competes directly with YouTube, which means that if, say, YouTube wins, Netflix could go down. So there's some risk in there, but at the same time, I believe that Netflix is kind of in the separate market in which they're delivering really high quality premium exclusive content. A lot of the content is pretty decent, like that new Witcher show that I've been checking out. And essentially you have companies like Google and Facebook backing off of the entire original branded exclusive content game. They just can't afford to compete at that level of budget. So Netflix, in a way, has this monopoly on this sort of high-brand premium content. I think, frankly, some of the YouTube content, it's over-commercialized. There's too much monetization. And then when you see the content on Netflix, it's just clean, beautiful, high-quality stuff. Not to mention my channel, which is also, you know, I think, really high-quality stuff. I, it should probably belong on Netflix, too. In fact, um, I'll probably work on a deal with them right after this video. Now my fourth stock pick for 2020 is Amazon and in a sense Amazon has a monopoly it is one of the most valuable companies in the world for good reason because it has such a well-built infrastructure for shipping, logistics, low margins, they've got tons of robots in their warehouses and they even have Amazon AWS powering a lot of tech startups and future digital online services. But i think there could be even more potential here as more people start selling their own stuff on amazon through amazon's fba fulfillment by amazon business and i think that this trend where small businesses are essentially able to come up with a new product and ship it at scale through services like amazon alibaba still has a lot of room to grow and the reason i say this is because if you go on youtube and do a quick search on amazon fba how to sell on amazon There's so many channels out there that are teaching people how to do this and over time we're going to see the effect of that as more and more people are learning to do this and open up their own shops. That brings us to my fifth stock pick which is related and that's Alibaba which has gone up like 35% in the past six months. Now in the past I invested in Alibaba and lost a ton of money like $50,000 or something and maybe the timing was just no good but Essentially what I've been doing is just following where the influencers are because I just believe that influencers have a lot of marketing power They essentially set the direction of the future and that may not really be pressed into the current market So if people are doing a lot of Amazon FBA, if they're selling stuff, their own merchandise, their products Then who's making that merchandise? Who's going to be manufacturing all this? And that's going to be the companies over at Alibaba and Alibaba will take a small cut of that Now, sure, yeah, with the coronavirus coming in around, maybe it's kind of a risky time. And I currently don't hold any positions in Alibaba, but if there were a dip, I would probably take that opportunity to buy in. Moving on, my sixth stock pick is Apple. And I believe that Apple may be back on this game. If you take a look at their recent products, they essentially fixed their MacBook Pro with the MacBook 16 lineup. The keyboard's good again, there's not much to complain about. The Mac mini as well is built for render farms. So when I was working at Google, they used to buy tons of Mac minis just to do batch compilation testing. And again, if you just follow what influencers are doing, what devices are they using? Most of them are still on iPhones, MacBooks. So if that's what they're on, then that's kind of what the future is still going to look like until you see influencers starting to switch to say Android and Windows devices. Now my seventh stock pick, and for this I'm picking an entertainment stock. It's either going to be like Activision or Disney. And Activision is interesting to me because I feel that they're one of the only companies building out the esports arena. And I think that esports still have a huge opportunity. This is where you watch professional gamers compete with each other in the stadium. You know, recently we saw the Super Bowl and personally, I just couldn't relate to it. It's a bunch of big guys just clashing with each other and you sit there eating unhealthy food, drinking beer, and that's just not really relatable. So esports, they're big in Asia, and I think that they're coming to the US at some point or another. You just need a company to seize that opportunity. Activision may be the company to do it, although they need a good game to go with it. And, you know, I don't know if they're going to be promoting like League of Legends or some other game they don't own. And actually, I just remembered, well, Twitch TV, which is owned by Amazon, they could be another platform for esports. So that could be another reason for going long on Amazon. And then the second entertainment stock I was interested in was maybe Disney, because they own Marvel, Star Wars, as well as all of the other Disney characters. That IP is just so strong. In addition, they've been building up Disney Plus, which is their exclusive content streaming platform. So there could be a lot of potential here. Moving on, stock number eight, Costco. And the reason I say Costco is because I think they're one of the few companies out there that can actually compete with Amazon. Their members love them, they're very loyal, and they're kind of unique in offering a completely different class of products large items in bulk, which Amazon doesn't really sell and they can't really get to you at a cheap price because the delivery fees would just be too high. So in my mind, Costco still has a lot of potential. Their online offerings are still kind of meager. And I'm thinking maybe at some point, maybe Google would buy up Costco or Amazon might buy them or someone would buy them and then ramp up their online offerings, perhaps. So even though Amazon has put so many other retailers out of business, Costco's business has actually been thriving throughout the past few years. That brings us to my last two stock picks which are just general basket ETFs that could be good to hold on to one is VYM which is high dividend yield corporate stocks from Vanguard they have a low expense ratio they currently offer about 3.3% interest yield which means you just get dividend payouts on the stock even if the stock doesn't really go anywhere so if you think that the market is not really going to move that much then this could be a decent conservative bet and then there's SPY which is just the S&P General 500 I put a lot of my funds into this one which just essentially tracks the total stock market. Whenever I don't really know what else to buy and I just want to invest in something, then I usually just go for SPY, dump some funds into it, and you can't really go wrong with that. So there you have it, I hope you enjoyed my stock selection. That said, don't just go out and buy this stuff, it said that almost no fund manager is able to even beat the SPY. Not to mention, if there's a stock market correction, that things could go south for everybody in the markets but let me know what some of your top stock picks are and what did you think of my list? Was there any that you felt shouldn't belong there? I'm really curious to hear as well as any ideas you've got for 2020. So that'll do for me. I hope you enjoyed the video. Give it a like and subscribe and I'll see you next time. Thanks, bye.